I'm just a mom. I'm just a father. I'm just a grandparent. I don't really have any special gifts to do anything amazing or to make any difference in this world. And you begin to view yourself like you're maybe that tiny little acorn or rock that can't be carved into anything. But God had just told Jeremiah and revealed to us that he makes plans for us. Plans for us that far exceed what we might expect and in grace uses us to reach out with his word in ways that we might never expect. Jeremiah's fears should never have been there when he hears God had the plan for him. God doesn't say, what's your plan, Jeremiah? He says, I have a plan to use you. We should not say to the Lord, here's my plan. We should listen to hear him say, here's the plan I have for you. This message comes from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. January 30th, 2022, Jeremiah chapter 1. Have you ever seen those works of art where somebody takes something really small, something you'd hardly notice, like a tiny little stone or an acorn, or sometimes it's the tip of a pencil, and they see that little piece and they carve or they paint a piece of art that is just extraordinary. You never would have expected that they could have made it out of something so small. It'll be this intricate statue, like a picture of the Statue of Liberty carved on the tip of a pencil. When you zoom in, you see an extraordinary piece of art from something nearly microscopic. That's what God does as he shapes and forms his plans and his people. He takes the person that might seem so small and insignificant and he accomplishes his plans and his purposes of grace for this world and for that person. We'll see how true that is for you and for all of God's people as we look at the word of our God in Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah, as yet a child, perhaps only in his teens, heard the word of the Lord as he was called to serve him. The Lord came to him and said, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I set you apart. Just think how significant that statement is. That God has plans for his people and he makes those plans not just haphazardly on the fly as he sees what's happening in this world. He makes those plans for his people, even as they are not yet formed in their mother's womb. Can you picture the, the clump of initial cells, two or three cells starting to form, in which a few days would tape, uh, take on the, the shape of a human, Jeremiah. That initial start, that conception, was the start of forming that man that God would shape to be his servant. Nobody would have seen or expected anything. But God plans and devises extraordinary things. We might think that in our life we're beginning to form plans for what we're doing, but God reveals his plans far precede our plans, and he involves us in his plans and grace. We should note here how human life is valuable, of course. Even a human life from conception 
is valued by God and God has a plan for it. And so we should regard that life as honored and holy in God's sight and for God's good purpose, a gift of God. Well, the same that's true for Jeremiah is true of all of God's people. God says he not only called us out of the darkness of the womb into life, but he gave us spiritual life and made us his own. And he has a plan for us. He's poured out his spirit on our hearts and given us the gifts just as he's determined so we can serve him in his kingdom. And you should understand the amazing truth and comfort that God gave Jeremiah. God had a plan for you to serve him in his kingdom before you were even born. He chose you, knew you, and decided to use you. Here we see God's grand plan for Jeremiah as he says, I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. This young teenager in Judah was told that God had selected him from even probably we can say eternity in his plans to serve as a prophet that would reach not just Jerusalem but all the surrounding nations and the world. Some grand plan that God had for that young man. Maybe God hasn't appointed you to be a messenger that's going to reach all the nations around you, but God has a plan for you. Maybe his plan is that you are going to be a father to a family or that you are going to be a Christian light in your community or just to your neighbor. God's plans for you can be as small, seemingly as small, as simply speaking as a grandparent or an uncle or a friend to someone to be the messenger of God to share his revealed plans and his hope to them. How do you feel about that? Well, Jeremiah, like so many of God's messengers and prophets, had a little bit of apprehension. He said, Ah, Lord God, I really do not know how to speak. I'm only a child. It's not that Jeremiah didn't want to serve the Lord, but he had fears in serving the Lord. His fears in particular seemed to be He's nobody. He's an insignificant young man or child that, that doesn't really even have a good ability to speak. What sort of limitations do you feel you have in serving the role God gave you? You might say, Lord, I, I can't speak and serve you. I'm just, I'm just a mom. I'm just a father. I'm just a grandparent. I don't really have any special gifts to do anything amazing or to make any difference in this world. And you begin to view yourself like you're maybe that tiny little acorn or rock that can't be carved into anything. But God had just told Jeremiah and revealed to us that he makes plans for us. Plans for us that far exceed what we might expect and in grace uses us to reach out with his word in ways that we might never expect. Jeremiah's fears should never have been there when he hears God had the plan for him. God doesn't say, what's your plan, Jeremiah? He says, I have a plan to use you. We should not say to the Lord, here's my plan. We should listen to hear him say, here's the plan I have for you. He has called you out of darkness into his wonderful light that you can declare his praises. And the person that he sends you to is whatever season or opportunity he's going to put in your life. That neighbor, that friend, that family member, they're there because it's part of God's plan that you reach them. The Lord's answer to Jeremiah, Do not say, I'm only a child. 
You must go to everyone to whom I send you and say whatever I command you. We see the messenger, the prophet, those who serve the Lord, don't go where they decide, they go where they're called. We know that's true as we look at the history of God's prophets and his kings. Consider men like Moses, Jeremiah, Isaiah, King David. All those who are called to serve God in his kingdom as prophets, priests, kings, they didn't go because they selected the service themselves. Moses was reluctant, but God sent him. Jeremiah was feeling unprepared, but God called him. Isaiah was fearful as a sinner, but God cleansed him. David had no expectation of being so great when he was the least in his family, but God used him. Even down to the fishermen that God called to become messengers to Israel and to the ends of the earth, to men like Paul, who never would have seen himself serving as a missionary to the Gentiles. God uses us and sends us where he will send us. And that can be for you, your, your neighbor, your friend, your family member, first of all, and to many more. Those who God puts in your path is an opportunity to share his word. And don't worry, you don't have to share with them your own wisdom or your own insights or convince them of things that you've become convinced of by mere reason or human arguments. God says, and say whatever I command you. A messenger of God, those who share and reach out with his word, share with the word he's given. God's given you his message of grace in Christ. He has told you of the resurrection from the dead. He's told you of eternal life. He's told you of the gift of salvation for all who believe. That's what he asks you to share. Not your own ideas, but his word. And to all of Jeremiah's fears and to ours, he says, Do not be afraid of others around you, because I am with you, and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. So what we see is God has a plan and he uses us in his plan despite all of our fears, despite our misgivings, and assures us he will be with us in that. The risen, living Jesus tells you, I am with you always. And just as Jeremiah was rescued from the pit of death and brought through all of his trials, God says he will deliver us safely in the end to his heavenly kingdom. And even those who lose their life for his sake have found life. Jeremiah gets a great picture of what God has done. The Lord stretched out his hand, he says, and touched my mouth. The Lord said to me, There, I have now placed my words in your mouth. That's how a prophet operates. They share the words given from their God so they can speak it without fear. The God who had a plan for them from eternity. And the words that God has placed in your mouth come from the Word Himself, the Son of God made flesh. You see, God takes little, tiny, insignificant formations and beginnings and accomplishes grand purposes. He did that through His Son. Can you picture as the child was growing, just a, a few small cells at first, in the womb of His mother? The world would have said, it's just a, a young child in a well, one who was really a virgin. And as that child grew and was formed, the Lord had a plan for that child. 
the Son of Mary, as he would carry the Word of God. It was a plan that he had for that Son from all eternity. And the Son of God was not afraid as a child, but spoke the Word of God boldly. And he was not afraid as he grew up as a man and spoke to those around him. He was not afraid of them because he knew God had a gracious plan and he was part of that plan. Jesus, the Son of God, carried out the plan that God had given him. And though the world viewed him as so small and insignificant, the Son of God and the Son of Mary carried out that plan to be the world's Savior. Without fear, he faced the cross. He boldly proclaimed the message. And yes, God was with him. The Father strengthened him and and sent his angels to strengthen him that night in Gethsemane. And the Lord raised his son, Jesus, from the dead. And he delivered and rescued him from the hands of all his enemies. Jesus, the Son of God, brought that message to this world of forgiveness of sins, a message which he now sends his people, his church, to, to declare. As we're told in the scriptures, he's called you out of darkness into his wonderful light, that you can declare his praises, the praises of a God who took that man, Jesus, and turned the world around and brought forgiveness. That's a plan that God had from eternity through his son and a plan that he now continues to carry out through you, his people. For Jeremiah, the plan was significant. He says, Look, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. That man, Jeremiah, would have a message, even though he was just a child, a message that would overthrow the world seen around him. You know, he lived at a time when things were awful. The last king of Israel who was good, Josiah, who had tried to fix things, had died. And now the only kings left in Israel, Judah and Jerusalem, were wicked and evil and worshiping idols. But Jeremiah and his message would be the one. Not the work of kings like Nebuchadnezzar, the kings like Zedekiah of Jerusalem, but Jeremiah would be the one who would overturn nations, who would tear down kingdoms. His word was proclaimed. And his word not only tore down with the powerful message of the law against sin and the message that God destroys and God sends the curse of hell on all those who oppose him, all sinners, but also the message of forgiveness, the message of restoration, to build and to plant. That's the message you share. A message which overthrows the sinful heart, which tears down that heart which is turned against God so that it can be planted with the gospel seed and built up into the kingdom of Christ. So do not be afraid. Whether God has called you to your neighbor, your family member, your friend, his word reaches out. And know that God has an eternal plan to use you in his kingdom to get that message and to reach out. He will use someone like Jeremiah. He will use that small embryo growing in the womb of Mary He will use you to share his word wherever he sends you with the word he is giving you. And we see God's gracious plan revealed that he reaches out. 
He reaches out through his prophets, through his son, and still today, through his church, through those who believe. And that includes you, seemingly insignificant brother or sister in the faith. It includes me. And what God will accomplish through your words is yet to be seen, but it's part of God's eternal plan. That's a glorious thing to be part of. God's gracious plan revealed. He reaches out.